I'm Sarah Becker, and I love talking about money. I believe that money doesn't have to be scary, that curiosity is more important than correctness, and that everyone can become an expert of their own money with a little bit of help, and that's where I come in. Today, I'm talking about money lessons from two of my favorite people in the entire world, my grandparents. Growing up, I lived far away from my grandparents until high school, but I still spent every summer with them at their lake house in Texas. My strongest memories from childhood are in that house and with them. And as I got older, my family moved several times during a really formative period of my life, and so my grandparents in their house became the most consistent you know, geographical location, a place where I could really root myself. My grandfather was the first person to introduce me to Jack Bogle and his books, and my grandparents talked openly about money with me ever since I could remember. My grandfather checked the market every morning when he woke up and wrote down important information with a pencil on a yellow legal pad that he kept right by the computer. Neither of my grandparents grew up in financially stable homes. My grandfather started working as a young child delivering newspapers before sunrise, and despite no college education after a stint in the Navy, he rose to become the vice president of his company several decades later. After my grandfather's father left his mother with three children in the 1940s, something that was pretty unheard of during that time, he saw his mom work three jobs to provide for them. On the other hand, my grandmother's father went on a roller coaster of riches, opening movie theaters in the state of Texas that at times did very well and other times very poorly. When they were rich, they were rich. And my great grandfather went all out, you know, diamond rings for my grandmother when she was still a child. A fun fact is that my like engagement slash wedding ring that I wear was my grandmother's eighth grade graduation gift, which is crazy to me. He also bought, you know, mink coats and like gorgeous clothes for my grandmother, like only the best for the entire family. But then when things were bad, they were bad. And by the time he died, he had absolutely nothing left except for a young and pregnant second wife. He had even pawned his belongings to pay the bills. So both my grandparents worked very hard to make sure that their kids and their grandkids had a different life. And here are just a few of the money lessons I've learned from them. Number one is have a plan. My grandfather saved 10% of his income every paycheck toward retirement. He learned about investing and he made a plan of exactly how much money he needed to make, spend, and save to get to his ideal retirement age, and he started very young right away. And it's hard to be disciplined if you have nothing you're working toward, and Mitch and Susie taught me a plan is the first thing you need. Number two, stay consistent. My grandparents saw so many ups and downs in the stock market over the decades, including when they lost literally hundreds of thousands of dollars after the stock market plunged after 9-11. However, they stayed consistent. My grandfather has often told me, just, you know, leave your money in the market and let it grow. And that's exactly what they did and what I'm doing too. Number three is find contentment. My grandparents are very fun. They can be super social and were able to travel to, I mean, dozens and dozens of countries. But at the end of the day, they're very content to be at home with each other, with their own inner worlds and hobbies. Neither of my grandparents have ever been interested or bought into like the next big thing, except maybe when the Kindle e-reader came out. I'm pretty sure my grandmother bought the very first edition. My grandmother has had so many hobbies over the years, sewing, quilting, painting, decorating. And in the last few years, she has made so many beautiful mosaics from sea glass that my grandfather finds on the beach. My grandfather plays cards, watches Jeopardy every day, and starts his morning with a very long walk on the beach. They found contentment in things that cost very little money, and therefore they need very little money to be happy. 
Number four is be generous. My grandparents never let their frugal lifestyle stop them from being generous. From the time I was a child, when they would take me to the dollar store once a year with $20 I could spend. I mean, I have never felt so rich. Uh, and then when they gifted me money in college to help me study abroad, my grandparents taught me that generosity is an important part of stewarding your money. Number five, enjoy your life. This is the final and most important lesson. My grandparents are the only people I know who have been on an Amazon jungle expedition for a month. They went to Bali way before it was cool. And they traded their lake house for a beach house a decade ago when they realized that's where they wanted to spend their last years. My grandparents always knew that they're quote unquote enough number. And once they hit it, they knew exactly how much they needed to save, which meant they knew exactly how much they could spend. They taught me to be smart with money, but also to enjoy the things you can trade that money for. So thank you, Mitch and Susie. I love you both with my whole heart. If you enjoyed this bite-sized podcast, leaving a rating and review helps me so, so, so much. You can find me on Instagram at Becker Talks Money and via email at hello at beckertalksmoney.com. And I'll see y'all soon. Thanks.